program Kingdom Life coming to you from your inspirational station Eko 89.7 FM. This program comes up from 8.05 to 8.35 every Sunday evening. I'm Jumi Adetoyesho Lagunju, the minister of this program. I'm not alone in the studio tonight. I have with me my co-presenters. They are Sister Nidamola and Sister Lua Fumilayo. Sister Nidamola is a young adult. She's a teenager. You are welcome to the program tonight. Good evening, Thank you very much. Um, so happy Unida Mola has always been with us. And I want to use this time to invite our fellow children out there, parents out there, guardians out there, please draw the attention of your children to this program every Sunday evening. As you expose them early enough to the Word of God, the application of the scriptural principle to their life. You know what you are doing? You are putting their feet on the right step. And as they are growing up, as they grow up, they will not deviate from it. And you're already securing their future to be perfect, great success, and victory in whatever they do as they follow the guiding principles in the Word of God and as their faith is connected to our Heavenly Father. So, my dear parents, how they are parents to be, I want to encourage you, the children you have in your neighborhood, draw their attention to this program. And great will be your testimonies as we continue to be channels of blessings to others in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you very much, Oyinda Mola, for being with us on this program every Sunday evening. You're welcome, Pastor. Thank you very much. With me as well is Sister Lua from You are welcome to the program tonight. Good evening, Lisa. Thank you. In the last few episodes, we've been looking at series of messages on following the Redeemer's footsteps. And in that episode, we look at some instances where traditionally a lot of people have been holding on to some doctrine without realizing that it's not in line with the teachings of our Lord Jesus Christ. It even negates the basic principles, basic thing about faith that our Lord Jesus Christ has handed down to us in his teaching. And now he has demonstrated to us on what we need to do and now we need to live our life as his followers, as his children. There we look at the example of two people that were commended as having great faith. And the peculiarity of these two people is the fact that none of them happen to be the set of people that believe they are righteous on their own and because of their self-effort obey all the law, then that's what made them to be entitled to such. No, these people were not law-conscious. They were not self-conscious about their own righteousness, but they focused their gaze on our Lord Jesus Christ and were only conscious of our Lord Jesus Christ as being the one that would deliver them. And our Lord Jesus Christ commended them as having great faith. And that happened to be the centurion and the Canaanite woman who had a case of just saying, Master, even at your word, Based on who you are, I know I can be delivered. I know my child can be healed and my servant can be healed. So my dear listeners out there, we use that one to encourage you and various listeners out there, numerous listeners out there, that please 
Don't allow all the traditions and the doctrinal issues around you to hinder you from receiving from our Lord Jesus Christ. Focus your gaze on Him and based on His own righteousness, you're already destined to succeed. We also keep in few words about the issue of a lot of people that say it is sin that made some evil thing to happen to others, it's sin that causes this type of sickness. We use that one to explain where our Lord Jesus Christ even has the disciples and the disciples out of their confusion thought the young lad out there that was blind from childhood, they thought it was the sin that caused it. And our Lord Jesus Christ said, no, it's not the sin, so that the name of God will be glorified and be manifested through the child. Now, the child eventually got ill. We now went into the aspect of James chapter 5, verse 15 to 16, where we explain that aspect where a lot of people always misconstrue and misinterpret. Let's read this together in the book of James chapter 5. From verse 15 to verse 16, where some people will interpret that place as being, let's read it. Verse 16, and the prayer of faith will save the sick, and the Lord will raise him up, and if he has committed sins, he will be forgiven. Confess your trespasses to one another, and pray for one another, that you may be healed. The effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. Thank you. There we explained that because of the word sin that is used, a lot of people literally take that sin to mean the sin somebody has committed against God or because the person has violated some of the Ten Commandments. Because of that, God now made the sin to result in sickness. And because of that one again, God is now afflicting or he allows Satan to afflict the person with sickness. No, that is not the teaching according to the Word of God. According to the teaching of our Lord Jesus Christ. Remember, you can hardly see anybody with the understanding of the Jewish language, the Hebrew language out there, or somebody that is from the Near East interpreting the Bible that way. Only people that are just thinking English that can ever interpret it that way. Or you are not to understand the Bible in detail, not out of context. We need to think Jewish in our mind. We need to think as if we are out there and understand the concept in which most of these things are written. There, James was, he was giving that word of admonition to people that there are a lot of ailments, sicknesses that by the time they administer drugs and medication, they fail to respond to treatment. And because of this, they will not start looking at, could it be this person has issue of forgiveness? Probably the person is abhorring some grudges, is having a lot of challenges out there, struggling with building internal stress. Maybe this is what resulted in this. We are going to look at this in the book of Proverbs chapter 17. We are going to look at verse 22. There we see what the Bible says, what we are told about most of the... I will have our only mother to read for us, please. Proverbs chapter 17, verse 22. A cheerful heart is good medicine. But a broken spirit serves a person's strength. Thank you. Now, this is just written from the, the book of Proverbs, advising people and telling them that, look, sin does not cause sickness. It is the bottled anger and unforgiveness that dries up the bone marrow. Being cheerful, no abhorring grudges, releases health hormone into the body. And there also we can find that in the book of Proverbs chapter 15, verse 13. Whereas the unforgiving person does more harm to himself rather than to the person he is angry with or is mad at. James was referring to the negative effect of unforgiveness on the earth of people. And now traditionally, those people understood that the remedy, the solution to most of these ailments is to look inward. And he said, confess your sin one to another. It's like, iron is you out. Discuss things and clear your mind. Relieve yourself of the burden. 
the stress that is being caused by abolishing grudges. So, my dear listeners, that the Lord is reminding you and I that the more in obedience to His word, we choose to forgive. We choose to release ourselves and let that person go from our heart, abolish the urge, the better we are doing greater things for ourselves. In reference to God, much as we have that psychological feeling that, yes, I'm pleasing God, uh, God will be happy with me if I choose to forgive this person, you and I will be doing the better benefit. We are having that benefit on our own, not just even to God, per se. So, traditionally, those people understood it and how animosity and hatred cause a lot of diseases. We explained in that episode that disease is from the word disease. D-I-S, then is. Absence of peace of mind, disease. No ease, no peace. Shalom, opposite of it. So, Apostle Peter also retreated in the book of First Peter chapter 4, verse 8 and 9. There we quickly look at that one. On the need to forgive one another. And it stated there that this will cover multitude of sin. Same word that was used by James in the book of James chapter 5 verse 15. Let's look at that together. 8 and 9 please. And above all things, have fervent love for one another. For love will cover a multitude of sins. Be hospitable to one another without grumbling. Verse 10. As each one has received... You, you can just pause there. Now, let me just explain this. He's not telling them, look, be hospitable. The same word that James used there is what Apostle Peter used there. He said, look, that kind of love will cover multitude of sins, will enable you to overlook a lot of offenses, things that people have done against you. Because if you don't, this could result in sickness. This could result in a lot of ailments, the challenges people are having. Study has shown that anger results in a lot of heart-related diseases. Anger's physiological effect on the earth is so terrible, more devastating than the effect of smoking, than the effect of all those foods that are known to build up the bad cholesterol level in people. Emotions such as anger and hostility quickly activate the fight or the flight hormone, a kind of flight response in which stress hormones, including the adrenaline and cortisol, speed up the heart rate and breathing and give you a burst of energy. Have you noticed that when you are angry, some people's feet will be vibrating, will be shaking. Even if you want to stand straight, put your feet on the floor flat, it will be vibrating. Have you ever experienced that before? That your body will be shivering. What is happening at that time is, you are having what is called activated flight response. Your blood pressure at that point in time will rise, and so also the blood vessels will constrict. If this is activated continuously, you will get into what medical is referred as in high cortisol and high adrenaline level. That is, the cardiotoxic effect of anger expression will be much on you. According to the research, it has been proven that this cause wear and tear on the heart, on the heart cardiovascular system. And when frequently you get angry like this, what it will do is it will speed up the process of what medically they refer to as atherosclerosis, in which fatty plaques will build up in your arteries. These are things that prevent the smooth flow and functioning of the heart. The heart will pump blood harder, the vessel will constrict, the blood pressure will increase with surge, and these are higher levels of glucose that will be released into the body. And more of these things, by and large, will be causing damage to the artery walls. So, my dear listeners, there, when you are looking at it, it's just medically they are saying it, but the Bible has confirmed it. The Bible says, look, that's what James was giving us advice. If you continue to do things like this, 
You know what you are doing to yourself? You are killing yourself. All this medication, they will not be responding. It is not the issue of, hey, because you have sinned against God, God now visits you with the ailment, and the ailment is this. No, no. So what the Lord is telling you and I tonight is this, that look, rather than for us to be loading ourselves with that guilt, we need to be putting our faith, our focus on Christ, and be using this as a moment of us to reflect on the impact of all these things on our earth. Holding grudges is like drinking poison. When you hold a grudge, it's like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. I was demonstrating this to my wife. We at home. We share all these kind of messages with ourselves. We look at how it affects us and how we can use it as a message for people out there. It's like somebody picks a glass and he drinks a poisonous solution. And you are saying, now I'm drinking this poison. I want it to affect the person out there. <laughs> Lo and behold, there's no way that poison affects the person. That exactly is what bitterness and unforgiveness does to you. It has a terrible toxic effect on the system. Emotionally, spiritually, it damages the person that is aborting the anger, the person that is nursing the bitterness, the person that chooses not to forgive, than the person you are mad at. Unforgiveness will continue to do all this damage to the system. There's something that's referred to as the bad cholesterol, the LDL. Medically, some people know, even a lot of us that go for medical checkup, they always tell you that there's a good cholesterol and a bad one. What happens is when somebody is aborting grudge and is unforgiving, the bad cholesterol, LDL, will be on the increase. Where the good cholesterol, the HDL, will be decreasing. It decreases the blood flow through the coronary artery, which supplies the heart. Holding on to bitterness and unforgiveness has been associated also to immune problems, chronic pains, and even cancer. So, my dear listener, that when you are looking, you might be saying, Is this man a medical personnel or whatever? No, we are explaining the Bible. These are things contained in the scripture. It took about 3,500 years for the medical world to discover what the Bible had said earlier or more than 3,000 years ago. So, my dear listener out there, the Lord is telling you and I, the more we apply the Word of God, we follow this, the greater benefit it will be doing to us. But one thing is this tonight, my dear listener out there, the choice is yours. In patients who have been diagnosed to be having heart diseases, when they were made to undergo 10 weeks of help on learning how to forgive, it increased the blood flow in their coronary arteries. It can be tough, but it is doable. It is achievable. Letting go of resentment and the need for you to avenge. Now, my dear listeners, I'm substantiating this with a lot of proof on studies that have been carried out so that you won't be thinking this man is talking theoretically. If you are there tonight, you have been diagnosed with any art-related disease. You are saying, but you have not offended anybody. Nobody has offended you. It's not as if this. No, tonight, the Lord is healing you completely in Jesus' name. Amen. The Lord is healing you completely in Jesus' name. Amen. All you need to do is to make sure that on your own part, clear your mind, clear your heart of that issue of Aborting growth. And if your own is the case of nobody has offended me, but you just find yourself in that situation. Tonight I pronounce healing on you. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. The healing power in the blood is coming upon you right now, and you are delivered in Jesus' name. Amen. My dear listener out there, please, all you need to do is just say, Father, our Lord Jesus Christ died on the cross of Calvary. He paid the price for me. He came to this earth and is called Christ just for me to realize that He is the one that saves. 
forgive sins and remove every curse. There is no curse. There is no offense against someone that will make ailment to come upon you. When you clear your mind of that guilt, of that bias, and you focus your gaze on him, you continue to prosper in earth in Jesus' name. Amen. Another study that really amazes, I mean, very amazing. It is a study that shows that chronically angry or hostile people with no issue of heart trouble might be about 20% more likely to develop heart disease than their so-called placid peers. And among those patients that are already diagnosed with heart-related disease, and those who normally get angry among them, or they have this hostile temperament, more than 24% are more likely than other patients to have poor diagnosis when they are trying to treat them. You know, what now makes it to be more scary? It is easier to lower the cholesterol or blood pressure than to get rid of anger or unforgiveness. If you look at someone and you say, oh wow, I learned you have a very high blood pressure or the cholesterol level in your system is high, it is easy for you to recommend don't take this type of food, do more exercise, do this one, and you can easily measure with time just to gauge and check how it is doing. Am I right? How the person is improving. But it's very difficult to gauge the level of anger, to gauge the level of unforgiveness. Somebody can say, no, I forgive him. I no, no, I give everything up to God. And inwardly, the person may still be burning, may still be boiling. So my dear listener out there, we need to take a step in reference to the word of God and untie whatever knot we have tied in our heart and the person we say will never forgive, we need to release that person tonight and as you do so, you'll be doing greater good, greater benefit to yourself than to that person. And not only that, Heavenly Father will be happier saying that in reference to the word, you are obeying him. You know, there is this thing the medical world said. They said, we are really good at treating heart diseases at attack, but we are not that good at preventing them, especially when it has to do with internal stress. Emotional stress is not as easy to measure as your cholesterol level or your blood pressure, which are clearly objective. The recommendation by cardiologists, the researcher is this, it's really important that when physicians start taking care of the old person, including their mood, they need to look at their lives as well, how it is. It matters a lot. It's not just about the medication given, high by the internal stress caused by all these things. That's what is stated in the book of James, chapter 5, from verse 15 to 16, and not to verse 20 that we are told there. Now, the concluding part is this a change of mind can lead to a change of arts. A change of art as in physically the art you have. Your art can be changed completely into a better functioning art, better functioning system where you choose not to allow the grudges, the animosity, the hatred to be indwelling and be growing in you. My dear listener out there, God loves you, He cares for you. There's a part we want to quickly touch tonight so that you will be able to understand what even our Heavenly Father has put in place with respect to this. And that is what is written. In the book of Isaiah, chapter 54, there you will see that even our Heavenly Father himself put it this way, that look, your sins I will remember no more. Your iniquities will I will no longer remember. Why? Because of a promise of the Savior that is coming. Let's look at this together in the book of Isaiah, chapter 54. Let's read from verse 9 to 10, and we'll look at verse 17, which is a popular verse that people always quote. Can you go ahead, please, from verse 9. Verse 9. Just as I saw in the time of Noah that I would never again let the flood cover the earth. So now I swear that I will never again be angry and punish you. Verse 10. 
for the mountains may move and the hills disappear, but even then my faithful love for you will remain. My covenant of blessing will never be broken, says the Lord, who has mercy on you. Thank you. That is why Heavenly Father saying this, that even though you are there, you have been struggling under that psychological effect of somebody making you feel your ailment, the sickness has not gone because you have sinned. God said, your sin will I remember no more. Because of a new covenant through our Lord Jesus Christ. And that is why every time we remember the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ in being born is always a thing of joy. The people out there were looking towards the time the Messiah would be born. And that once he's born, all the yearly sacrifice for sin to be forgiven will be gone. Because God says, your sin will I remember no more. And in verse 17, he retreated again. The victory will continue to enjoy. Continue reading, please. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. That's amazing. The Lord is saying whatever situation you are now, he has built a edge of fire all around you. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. And that's what the Lord said. We will be looking at the concluding part shortly, but I want you to be following so that you will see where you come in. A proof, a confirmation that whatever you need for you to enjoy the blessings from God is not based on your righteousness. It's based on the righteousness in our Lord Jesus Christ. Continue reading, please. And every tongue shall rise against you in judgment, you shall condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is from me, says the Lord. Amazing. This is a popular quotation, but majority of the people are always unable to connect to the concluding part as a result of our lack of understanding of the significance of the righteousness we enjoy in our Lord Jesus Christ. In the book of Matthew chapter 16, verse 16, we have Apostle Peter responding there that when our Lord Jesus Christ said, who do people say I am? And people are saying, you are this great prophet, you are this, you are that. And Christ now asked them, who do you say I am? And Apostle Peter said, you are Christ. You are the curse breaker. That's the meaning of Christ. You are the one that breaks every curse. You are the one that removes every curse. You forgive sins and remove every curse that's associated with it. And our Lord Jesus Christ mentioned again in the next verse, and he said, Flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my heavenly Father. And he said, On this fact, on this understanding, I'm going to build my church, my dear listener out there. The Lord has delivered you from every curse of the Lord, from every result of sin. All you need to do is just put your faith in Him. And every time you remember, our Lord Jesus Christ is birth, is coming to this world because of you and I. We need to be rejoicing and be celebrating Him. My dear listener, I want to plead with you. Always be part of this program every Sunday evening. One thing you need to do is this. Put your faith in Him. Accept Him into your life. If you have committed anything, confess with your mouth and be ready to forgive whoever has offended you, whoever has God you be against you. Even if the person does not take the initiative to come and apologize, Take the initiative to say, in reference to God, I'm ready to forgive you. And great will be your perfect head, your healing, your victory, as promised by Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. For more information, you can link us on our email address, kingdomlifefamily at yahoo.com, or through our producer, Taiwo Omoshile, Eko 89.7 FM, Lati Jack on the way, Agidimbi. Ikeja. Our sound engineer on this program has been Sonayo Joseph. Thank you very much, my dear listener. There, God loves you. He cares for you. As we always say on this program, Christianity is not just a religion. It's a way of life. 
let others see Christ in you, in the way you relate in the society, the way you transact your business, the way you deal with people. Always make reference to our Lord Jesus Christ. Will Jesus Christ treat these people this way? If your answer is yes, then you are getting closer to the answer of living that life as expected of us. Be part of this program next week Sunday by 8.05. Remain blessed. Oh, don't you wanna be a part?